Hey, Brenna. Hi, Maureen. Are you cool to start talking about books right away? Oh, sure. Yeah. What are you reading? My God. Uh-huh. I have been completely destroyed and then rebuilt whole again today. Oh, wow. That's a lot for just a day. Yeah, it was a morning, actually. It was uh, from the, the periods of 5.30 to 10 o'clock. Um, <laughs> while I was at work, I listened to This Is How You Lose the Time War by Amal Elmatar, who is a poet, and Max Gladstone, narrated by Cynthia Farrell and Emily Wu Seller. Is it oh my goodness. a poem? No, no, it's a novel, but it's, I mean, I mean, it's, it's beautiful. Like, it is just beautifully written. And, like, I, I, I saw that she was a poet, and I'm like, oh, you know how to craft beautiful things. You are familiar. Oh, I've seen this. I've seen people talk yeah, about this oh book. My... Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a big, it's one that the people who I talk to talk about a lot. Yeah, I see the LGBTQ plus on story graph, so it makes sense, yeah. Um, it, yeah, yeah, it has yeah, a lot yeah. of calling cards of stuff that you like, romance, science fiction, adventure. Yeah, it's basically, it's these two women on opposite sides of a time war, writing already... letters to each other, okay. falling in love. It's oh, great. Whoops. How do they start writing together if they're on the opposite sides of a time war? They just, like, get their letter go to the wrong place? Well, like, they'll, like, send it to them in time. So, like, so like one will be doing something, and then all of a sudden there's a letter. And, you know, it really starts as, like, Haha, you thought you could do this, but I have thwarted you. Like, no. <laughs> I have, like, I have foiled your plans. The fun, the fun enemies to lovers, but, like, literally the yes. um, more than nemesis done by Kate Beaton, where he's like, this is my nemesis. I sleep with his pillow by my bed, and, and or I, I sleep with his portrait on my pillow, and I, and it's just like, and all the other people are like, wait, is he actually, like, your nemesis, or you, like, have a crush on him? He's like, he's my nemesis, of course. I mean, it's like... Super, it's very sci-fi where like a lot of it is like like kind of like wild but also just like beautiful and you just kind of like go with it just vibe with it yeah <laughs> they like they'll like write letters like in the feathers of birds to each other or like in the sky with lava or like like wild like wild letter writing ways it's like oh, it's just gorgeous it was beautiful it's a, it was a four-hour audiobook, uh, and I'm gonna go buy a physical copy as soon as I can. So yeah, that's been my day. Fantastic. Um, well, I am reading. Well, I'm going through. I'm. I guess I'm. I've joined a program. Not a call, All right. Because it's just one book I'm reading. So, I mean, I guess I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't, uh, fit the model. Um, but it's literally, it's a book. Um, it, I'm glad you double checked. <laughs> you have to always be aware. I'm, I'm the age range of cult, uh, definition. Um, it was, it's The Artist's Way, um, by Julia Cameron, the 25th edition. Um, and basically it is, the subtitle is A Spiritual Path to Higher Creativity, um, 
and I know that's I already saw I saw your lips purse in the uh oh it is a cult sort of way um <laughs> but no it is there is like the like spirituality is like a subject of it um but in like literally the introduction the author's like yeah I'm gonna like use shorthand for like God but God means like good forward or good onward motion or good onward direction like that's what you can like you can like replace god with any other word like it's just like higher creative energy like what we pull that from it can be yourself it can be you know nature it doesn't have to be like god it's just Mm -hmm. right now it's just short shorthand it's a 12-week program um about healing Mm -hmm. your inner artist and creativity so. I guess I do need to heal that, so maybe I'll... Uh, maybe oh, it's I'll... I only done one week now, and I've cried multiple times, and she literally warns you. She's like, hey, oh, this yikes. is going to suck, actually, sometimes. And you're like, oh, cool, how, how will that happen? And you're literally journaling, being like, oh, my God. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's I like it because there's a lot of cool tools in it that I've already adapted, like the morning pages, which is you sit in the... As soon as you wake up, write three pages of longhand... And that's it. That's the only rule is it has to be three pages. It has to be the first thing you do. Oh, dang. So it's just, and I like it because it's basically just like dumping all of like everything out and then you can start the day. Um, it's been good for journaling. Um, yeah, I need to start journaling again. And the other thing is artist dates, which is uh, just one hour every week something to feed your inner artist um a little hard with a pandemic but yeah so far i've i mean i've only been doing it for a week so uh see y'all in 12 weeks which is like three four months uh and i'll tell you how it goes excellent tell me if tell me if it'll help for me yeah i don't have anything else to start the podcast so let's just get into it why don't we i was torn apart and remade today yeah, that's er- people go through it every day. Get over it. <laughs> no, I won't. I need to read this book again. <laughs> because I'm Ember Heart. And I'm Tangle Tongue. And this is Warrior Cats. What is that? tribal washing rushing water was like hey you guys maybe want to chill and we're like no we gotta go and they're like well you can't because you're starving and dying and um i think something else happened that stopped us from leaving right away um but i can't remember what it was uh and we did have um a naming ceremony after we uh got like a sign from star clan which was not helpful at all. It was actually, like, less helpful than the message we got from the Badger, which was basically, be who you are, be who you want to be, Barbie girl, figure out, like, follow your bliss. And it's like, okay, great, thanks, guys. <laughs> Literally no help. Um, it's all follow you. And they're like, wait a minute, I thought we were following you. If, if, if you're here and I'm here, who's driving the car? <laughs> like, who's flying the plane? Um she was like wow look at this cool like field and i think there's water around me and they were like doesn't this look cool and you're like yeah 
okay, good luck, find it. And it's like, all right, could have added, like, literally anything. Like, okay. Anyway, I, I'm not going to re-get annoyed with that. Um, okay, okay, okay. But then we had a naming ceremony, and Crowpaw is now Crowfeather. Um, yes. And we decided that that was a neutral action for him to do. Like it's a neutral. I neutral the, I, I think what really sold it was the reactions of hit of uh, Feathertail's sibling. If it if it if Stormfur would have been more like uncomfortable with it, I would have been more uncomfortable with it. But but since he was like, wow, that was beautiful, so honoring. Since he was touched beyond words. Yeah, he was, and like honestly, Stormfur, he's he's a he's a chatterbox. Like he. <laughs> He doesn't really go, go silent too often. Like, he, I would say he doesn't, like, talk as much as, like, Squirrelpaw and other folks, but he's not quiet. Yeah, he's a friendly dude. He's yeah. a friendly, agreeable dude. So, the fact that he was just so touched, I think, it made mm-hmm. it not. I Because I, I do have some issues with it, just because, like, it feels, I mean, honestly, it just, it feels like getting a tattoo of someone after you've been dating for three months, like, you get their name, but also they died, so it's like, ooh, like, you now have that forever, um, like, and even, yeah. even more so than a tattoo, he, he, like, he, it's like, she died and he took it, her name, um, and, like, oh, the family was like, wow, how beautiful, but, like, maybe the family didn't know that they were kind of dating. Well, can we just talk about how sweet those boys were last time? Because we've got Stormfur just, like, pressing oh, yeah. his face into Crowfeather and Brambleclaw just, beautiful. like, winding around him. Brambleclaw I loved, just, like, I loved it. We just had this big, like, group hug. That was needed. Yeah. Also, because he's from Wind Clan, right? Yeah. Okay, I would say... Any other, if he had been from any other clan and tried to pull that I'm taking the name of someone from a different clan who died, um, I think anyone else would have been like a little more side eyeing. Like Tallstar was like, wow, how beautiful. Um, Fireheart, Firestar, I would say, would also be accepting, but he would have, like, would have asked a couple more like, questions. Oh, yeah. Like, he would have asked like, like, a few you? more like, details. Like, Tallstar's like, he's too old to be nosy. Give me the tea. Um, like, Tallstar's just like, I'm making my assumptions and all my assumptions are right. Um, versus, like, Firestar, who does not trust his, himself at all or his judgment at all. He's like, I need more yeah. details. Why? Why? Like, I know she died. But like, and all, and, but Leopard Star and Black Star would, it would, they would have said, no, I'm now naming you Crow Food because you did that. What, what is wrong with you? Like, I know everything's like kind of weird right now because we're all together, but like, imagine if you tried to pull that back at home, it would have been like, it would have been really weirder because no one else would have any context. (laughs) And Crowpaw, Crowpaw is the only cat on that journey without familial connections to ThunderClan. Yeah. Literally the only one. But he's taking the name of a River Clan cat, so. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. <laughs> but. I mean, like, the other ones are all connected to each other through Thunder Clan. Oh, you're saying it maybe would have more made more sense for any other of them to take her name? Or I think there might have been a little more side eyeing where it's like, oh yeah, because they're like, well, he definitely doesn't have any backgrounds. Like he he didn't like come from some weird secret marriage that we they hid. Yeah, he's not like kits that were traded off like little like 
Pokemon cards between two clans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, that makes sense. That Because I think, like, it would have been more of a question of loyalty if he had that background. Yeah, it does make sense, yeah. So... I'm I'm ex- I'm accepting that I'm I'm cool with it because everyone else is cool with it. If other people had been more okay. side IE and by other people I literally just mean Stormfur, I would have yeah. been a little less agreeable about the whole um stunt just because yeah, bro, like that isn't even your basis. <laughs> <laughs> that was your Yeah, girl. or like if if Ghost Feathertail above had been like, "What the yeah, no, because then, then she was like, like yeah. Mom, look. No. Is it my boy? Look boy, at this fine. boy. And she's like, I don't even know where my boy is. <laughs> she's like, I can't judge you. <laughs> yeah. She's like, my boy is literally God only knows. Maybe he's in a beautiful kitty pet life. Maybe he's dead. Maybe he's on his way up this mountain. Anyway. Yeah, maybe he's gotten neutered. All right. Are you ready? He already had two kids. It wouldn't have been like the worst tragedy. Yeah, I'm ready. Are you ready for our last episode on Book Three Dawn of the New Prophecy? Oh, welcome, everyone. I didn't realize it was a special occasion. Let me go get the fine china. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Drink your Canada dry out of that fine, fine china. No judgment. I, I threw away like six cans of it. I was sick. So that's all I drank. Canada Dry and a lot of water. Yep. So Squirrel Paw is on a hunt with Stormfur. Do we have a plan of when we're getting out of here? I don't know. You gotta find out. Buckle okay, up, Okay, I was just saying, I was like, was there actually something that happened that stopped us from leaving right away? Oh, yeah, the was, snow. Was there, like, a storm? Yeah, yeah, there was a snow. Okay. Um, but the air had grown milder by now, and the snow is melting. So the snow is... Okay, we're out of excuses then. Yeah. Well, Squirrelpaw wonders why Stormfur asked her to come on a hunt when the rest of the clans are getting ready to leave. So, the clans are getting ready to leave. They're preparing. Stormfur. They're preparing to head out. But Stormfur, Stormfur's like, gotta go hunt. Stormfur what? Stormfur? Are you having an emotion? She asks, she asks him aloud why Brooke isn't with them. Did they have a fight? <laughs> I Okay, as cute as these two would have been as a couple, it, it is hilarious to see them with a sibling dynamic. Because, to be yeah. fair, she doesn't have a brother. Uh, and, I mean, Bramble Claw, we already passed up the chance of him being, him being an older brother figure because um, they like yeah. each other. <laughs> so the fact that, yeah. like, I, I th- I, it's kind of cute to see this, like, teasing little sibling giving yeah. your older sibling crap because it's very natural Stormfur is clearly troubled he'd hardly spoken since they'd left the and cave. she's like uh oh uh, they did you actually have a fight my bad well Squirrelpaw thinks that maybe he had invited Brooke to join them it wouldn't be the first outsider to join a clan but wherever oh. they had ended up would be nothing like the mountains Squirrel Paw spots a squirrel, but lets Stormfur make the catch. He's more camouflaged. How kind. She asks him if it's a parting gift for Brooke. Stormfur blinks. 
look, what's wrong? Squirrel Paw asks. Yeah, like, no, I'm I'm on squirrel. His... I'm like I'm losing my patience too. It's like, dude, you dragged me all the way out here. I could be I don't know what I would do looking for herbs to get ready and go. Like, what's the what's yeah, the but... big deal? You act actually. I take back what I said. You are you're actually you're acting like Crow Paw. What are you an emo? <laughs> Get, get t- like you obviously want to talk about your emotions, so get it out of the way. She can't bear to see him look so troubled. He drops the mouse. Oh, it was a mouse on a squirrel. Whoops. It's okay. And suddenly he looks exhausted. I've decided to stay with the tribe, he says. What? feel a little robbed of the perspective there because I feel like this happened very fast but also I guess we're not within his brain and well okay wait wait let me process this real quick okay okay because of all the people I said upon review it actually makes more sense because like I said he's been a Pokemon card Traded between two clans like a little mm-hmm. poker like a little poker chip like he's been he's been in and he's been out and in both times he has not been very liked in either clans he was in he was not very much accepted and now he lost the one thing strongly tethering him to the clan like he lost his sister honestly it's possible without her even being there earlier he might have he might have dipped on clan life altogether because things were not great either places he was you know and actually we do get okay and and he he had he has a gal he's really into and of all the folks he's he took really well to like life up here we've been pointing that out Everybody's no, been pointing no, they, that it's, out. it's obvious that they've been they've yeah. been like very heavily hinting at this. Um yeah. Though I would say it's a little I would say if I was part of the clans, I'd be like, "All right, man, um cool. Can you at least see us through this journey cuz you were a chosen person to like lead us here." So He was not Oh, that was his sister. Crap. I forgot. He was a tag along. I forgot because she was a she was a double chosen one. She was she was a yeah, two for yeah. one. Okay. Yeah. Someone double dipped in the prophecy. Well, then, with well, then I'm, I'm kind of surprised that he isn't then like taking it. Okay. I, I mean I that is what he did if at I was first. part of the group. I would be like oh, a little rough that you're dipping on us to be in a better place with no disease, no fighting, and no um, starvation. Um, like the, like, it's a little rough that we know of, that we know of right now. <laughs> like, okay, okay, okay. right now is yeah. a much better environment than what we left behind. Yes. Um, I would, if I was part of, I guess not the clans, but if I was part of like the main crew of the, the, the you know, journey cats, I'd be like, Hey dude, that's super beautiful. And I understand your reasons. Can you at least get help? Cause we do need you <laughs> to help us get through the rest of this journey. Um, you are much too sensible for us to leave behind. Also, like, maybe, like, I don't know, not to guilt you, but, like, maybe you could help us out and, like, honor your sister. Because, please, God, don't just leave us with Crow Paw. 
Crowfeather. Please God, don't just sleep with Crowfeather as the only person who, like, l- loved her. Um. Oh, no. Would you like to hear his reasons? Yeah, what are his From reasons? his mouth? So, he's lost Feathertail and Greystripe. Okay, so I... Oh, he Christ, never knew Silverstream. Is also... Yeah, his dad's also gone. Yeah, pretty He never rough. knew his mom. Um, he has no kin left in his clan. Uh, even his mentor, Stonefur, is dead, who was, like, family to him. Right, and, you know, that, and that was a pretty saving traumatizing him from situation people. overall, I would say. Yeah. yeah, 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 it super, super was. Super not fun. Um, and, you know, he doesn't have a home anymore. Like, I mean, RiverClan doesn't have a home. So he doesn't have a yeah, home. Yeah, she's like, she's like, yeah. But also, he doesn't feel at home with those people. So it's not even like a physical place. It's like, do I feel at home with these cats? And it's like, well, maybe not. Yeah, honestly, um, I really, I'm, I'm not mad at it. It's actually, of all the choices people have made, this is a pretty informed one. Pretty emotionally mature. Yeah. I'm a little sad yeah. we are getting ripped off of more, um... Stormpur Brambleclaw. Um, that's a little rude. Like, what am I supposed to do now? Ship him with Crowfeather? Gross. Alright. So it feels as though everything's been stolen from him. But what about RiverClan? Squirrelpaw protests. They need him. It's like, what about RiverClan? RiverClan has strong warriors. Even Hawkfrost, he adds, reading her mind. (laughs) <laughs> oh because squirrel paws doesn't she like only like she's like i need you to stay because I, I need you to become the deputy you know he'll become the deputy if you're not there and he's like i was never gonna become the deputy she hates me yeah but this is such a different place squirrel paw argues once they find their new home he can start again oh squirrel paw don't you understand stormfur interrupts her he loves Brooke, and he wants to stay with her. He knows he can live here. There's plenty of water, plenty of fresh kill, and his sister's spirit is here. Yeah, her, his, his world already all, ended, girl. All the clans lost their home, but he feels like he's lost more than any cat. Okay, let's this not the do the time. oppression Olympics here, bro. <laughs> Though I would yeah, say I he, mean, has, he let's, has lost a lot currently. He has he lost has a lot. Lost a lot in quick succession. Um, like, compared to other cats, they all, a lot, like, every cat in the Fern series cloud? goes through it. Like, every, every yeah. cat in the series goes through it. I would say his happened in very quick succession. The only part Fern that was cloud? spaced out Fern? was the death of his mom. Then everything else happened immediately all together. Yeah. I mean, in, like, the same amount of time, Fern Cloud lost three children. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, Fern Cloud you know. wins, but like Fern Cloud wins, or, like it's not a competition, yeah, no. bro. Um, exactly, but also, I understand exactly. right now he's not speaking in a literal sense; he's speaking in how he feels he's... emotionally. Yes, this is from his heart. Um, this is the first time in many moons that he feels as if he's actually found something. So he's lost a lot. He's found this where he isn't a he very healthy coping mechanism i will say dude because eventually you cannot just run away and start a new life every time like a trauma happens you can't i would say you can only do it like a couple <laughs> times 
<laughs> Third time's the charm, baby. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, dude, that momentary relief you're feeling, we'll see if it lasts. Squirrelpaw whispers sadly that he doesn't need to say anything more. She understands. Her mind whirls as they walk back to the cave. Once again, everything has changed. It's going to be just so easy thought. for him to leave, though. He'll literally just go to Leopard Star and yeah. be like, hey, I'm not coming with. And she'll be like, great, He's... good riddance. Like, it won't be at all like how it is. Like, any other, besides maybe Blacks. Blackstar might be just be would have been upset because he doesn't want to lose any strong warriors, but like any other Tallstar and Firestar would be like, what? No, why? Let's talk about it. Uh, Leopard Star, she's just like, good, gross. That weakness, right, get later. out of here. Well, once again, everything has changed. Just when she thought there was nothing left to lose, Squirrelpaw stands at the cave entrance while Stormfur drops the mouse in the fresh kill pile. Squirrelpaw. Leafpaw races up to her. Stoneteller gave them strengthening herbs to share with the clans. Squirrelpaw stares and stammers. That's that, that's great. Mm-hmm. Wow, cool. I didn't just have like a earth-shattering conversation with someone. I hate when that happens. It's always like on Tuesdays that like your world ends right. and you're like, come on. I, I don't even have, I still have to get through like three more days before I can sleep in my bed for five to five-hour intervals. Squirrelpaw... Leafpaw asks if she's okay, but Cinderpelt calls her away. Squirrelpaw watches her go, eyes adjusting to the gloom of the cave. No, let the sisters talk! Leafpaw's got a job. Yeah, I know, but... She can... (sighs) She could be like, hold on one second, Cinderpelt. Cinderpelt's not gonna be like... Like, Cinderpelt's not... Yellow Fang. And if it's that big of an emergency, which I doubt it is, Cinderpelt could just be like, no, come over here. Another cat looms towards her. Her heart sinks as she recognizes the massive tabby shoulders. What did Hawkfrost want with her? Oh, I thought it was going to be Brambleclaw. Squirrelpaw? She blinks. It's Brambleclaw. It was Brambleclaw. Oh! I don't know. I guess she's having a bad day. Saw the silhouette. Is it Brambleclaw and aren't they different colorations? Um, I mean they're both tabbies. I guess they're both like dark tabbies. Yeah, and maybe they're covered. Maybe they've uh gone the mud route. She well, no, she only like saw the silhouette at first because she came in from the bright snow into the into the dark cave. So her eyes were adjusting. Gotcha. He asks if she's coming in. They need to make sure everyone's eaten. Okay, Squirrel talk to him dizzy. now. I don't know, will she? I can't imagine Squirrel Paw. Oh, uh, no, she's about to pull a dad, isn't she? She's about I to pull a Firestar and be in her brain. Well, let me keep talking and find out. Brambleclaw asks if something was wrong. Squirrel Paw shakes her head helplessly. Oh, I guess she does kind of try to pull a dad. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, she... Uh, but the thing is, uh, Firestar could get away with it because no one actually genuinely cared except for, like, two people. Um, <laughs> like, you're going to tell me Blue Star would ask him what's wrong? Absolutely not. They would watch that boy going on face journeys, like, every five seconds. Like, his whole heart on his sleeve, just like his daughter... 
Um, and they would just be like, oh, mm-hmm. their, their fire star goes, or fire heart goes, like, he's constipated again or something. Uh, and, like, maybe Sandstorm and maybe, uh, maybe on a good day he would actually talk to his friends. And they'd be like, wait a second, something's up, kid. But no. Across the cave, Stormfur is murmuring something to Brooke. Brambleclaw follows her gaze. Stormfur's staying here, isn't he? Oh no, he knew! He knew in his heart somewhere! They were such good bros. More than bros? Yeah. Best bros. Best bros at the very least. I was gonna combine the word bros and lovers, but that just becomes brothers, so don't do that. Brothers. Is it no it literally becomes brother it becomes brothers in a in a in a cockney accent. Uh yeah, they're 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 bros and lovers. Bravos. It's not good. It doesn't work. <laughs> no. You have to use some other um like uh what's another like pals? No, what's what's like a male friend word? Uh your homie? <laughs> I can't say that I'm white. Um, a dude. Your bud. Bud. Oh, it's still it's a buffer then. That also sounds too close to brother. Oh, what about what about a lud? <laughs> like oh, uh, or a loud? L O U. Yeah, it's when you're. It's when you. It's, it's when you and your when you and your bud are in love. Your lud. But just like is just this podcast like, still good? No, absolutely not. Okay, let's keep going. <sighs> We've got a lot to get to, man. Oh, I, I don't know if this is going to be... We might. This might be a two for... It's going to be. Might, we might pull a, a Harry Potter it's not or that... Twilight and split this into two. You are killing me. We've barely gotten anywhere. That's my job. Squirrel Paul whispers that he wants to stay with Brooke. There's a long pause. You'll miss him, won't you? Of course I will, Squirrelpaw exclaimed, and she looks to Brambleclaw. He's like, I'm not projecting at all. <laughs> There's a flicker in his eyes. Jealousy? Bruh? Jealousy? Not a good look on you. Well, I think it was more he's like, oh crap. No, no, Squirrelpaw's saying it's jealousy. No, I know, but I'm saying in his okay. in, in his mind palace, what just happened there is he's like, "Oh crap, the one dude who was better th- for her than me is leaving." Oh yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. A relationship yeah. might actually happen here. Uh oh. <laughs> All right. No, that makes sense. Okay. Oh, Brambleclaw, she breathed. Doesn't he know that her heart is with Thunderclan? She brushes her tail along his flank. My heart is with you. Brambleclaw closes his eyes, and when they open, they look at her so gently. He's like, you absolutely that she can cannot say forever. that to me right now. You absolutely cannot say that to me right now. I just found out that the one dude who, in my own brain, I have said would be better for you than me, uh, is no longer gonna be an option for you. And you're just tell you literally are just telling me you love me. Um, I am not convinced. I am not like the worst guy ever. Are you kidding me? I have worse confidence issues than your dad. 
and I, I guess my dad doesn't didn't have that issue, but <laughs> your <No>. dad <laughs> and Graystripe, com- your other dad combined, like I have worse confidence issues than them. He murmurs that they all must follow their hearts, and Squirrelpaw's fears dissolve in an instant. She'll lose a friend when Stone Stormfur stays behind, but she'll never be alone. Stone Teller stands in the center that of the cave. That wasn't a very clear defining the relationship talk. Yeah. Though I would say Warrior Cats is not very clear. Like, people, no. they, they don't really have, like, marriage. <laughs> They're like, I want you to go into battle with me. And maybe. And then the other one's like, oh, this is love. And one of us will end up pregnant. <laughs> like, wh- what, what do adults do? Mm hmm. Stone Teller stands in the center of the cave. He announces that the clans are leaving. He wants some of the tribe cats to go with them and show them the path out of the mountains. He says to head for Hill Place, not Sunset, so they should be taken along the path that leads towards the Great Star. Squirrelpaw feels a rush of excitement. Are the tribe cats going to take them straight to where the dying warrior had disappeared over the mountain range? That's too lucky, no. Absolutely not. Stone Teller dips his head to each of the clan leaders. He wishes the cats of Star Clan good hunting. Thank you, Stone Teller, Firestar says. His tribe has shown them more kindness than they could have ever dreamed. Literally, but we've they are never expected. met any group of cat this nice, and it's making us question literally the way we behave in general. I think we might be I think we might be the bad guys. <laughs> But they are expected at another place. Firestar asks Tallstar if WindClan is ready. One star is encouraging him to answer, but before Tallstar can, Mudclaw announces that they're ready. Alright, bro, be that way. Mudclaw, shut up. I can't believe you've gone from a guy that I used to laugh when I heard his name to now you just actually I'm annoyed when I hear your name. I didn't expect Mudclaw to become my like next like my next spotted leaf <laughs> I don't think it's gonna be It's he's not that uh, persistent I guess we'll see Blackstar calls that Shadow Clan is ready and Leopardstar says all of her cats are ready not all of them Stormfur says he's gonna he's do a here. dramatic like this my god yes he i is. was see what i was kind of hoping for um not expecting what i was hoping for was like as everyone's like yeah we're ready we're ready was there was like a like a hushed like qu- quiet um whisper like argument like whisper shout argument happening between because <laughs> Leopardstar has her pride. Like yeah, she's fine with him leaving, but also she's like, "You're gonna leave now? You're gonna, you could have told me so much earlier. When did you make this decision?" And he's like, "Literally a, a day ago. I hate you so much. Why are you just not letting me go?" <laughs> I guess this is the clean way to do it because if he does a dramatic like this, like what is she gonna do? Like what is she gonna do? <laughs> There's silence. Then Dustpelt says that he can't leave his clan now. <laughs> He's free to like choose. This is not the moment. Tall... Read the room. He's free to choose, Tall Poppy murmurs. The Shadow Clan Queen's eyes rest on Brooke, her gaze gentle and understanding. 
Okay, tall poppy. Sandstorm says. <laughs> no, like she's right, but like tall poppy's what? been watching. Tall poppy. Been, uh, tall poppy, are you she's us? Gathering that. Sandstorm also, does he have the right? Is there somewhere in the warrior code that says, "Yeah, you can leave"? I mean, I think you're supposed to stay loyal to your clan. Leader's uh, word is law. Better, better to sandstorm leave when you're feeling like this then try to force it sandstorm says graystripe's kit wouldn't make such a decision lightly firestar looks at stormfur thoughtfully he tells him that he remembers how hard it was for graystripe to choose silverstream over his clan <laughs> but from that difficult choice he and feathertail were born and what would have been of the tribe and of the clans uh, without them. Firestar, you're hot. Uh, those are some pretty rose-tinted glasses you're looking at uh, the world through. Because uh, from my memory, Graystripe was super not making a choice. He was literally enjoying both. Uh, his girlfriend, he really did not care. He just didn't tell anyone. He was like, this is my girl. And he's like... But I mean, he was breaking the clan rules. Yeah, so. but he didn't care until he got caught. Yeah. He, he, no, the fact that it, it, the two of them didn't result in his, like, d like trying to decide. You guys were the reason he decided. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, if your mom didn't die, God only knows maybe what he would have done. No cat can question his loyalty and courage, nor criticize his choice. And he, like, Whereas his father proved at Leopard Star. <laughs> For as his father proved, great things come from listening to your heart. Aww. Approving murmurs echo around the cave until Leopard Star silenced them with a sharp yowl. That is the only time anyone has ever... I, I put it on record. I don't think I've ever heard of approving murmurs happening ever after when Firestar said something. So that's pretty good. That's pretty big for him. Would Leopardistar let him go? She stares at him. Eyes narrowed. Stormfur, she says at last. RiverClan will miss your courage and skill. So much has changed in their lives that it is not impossible they will meet again. In this life or the next. She dips her head. Accepting his choice without anger. Well, she took that with more I grace than well. I thought the, the yowling interruption would, uh, like... <laughs> Quiet! I'm gonna be a good person for once. Yeah, everyone pay attention to this! I am capable of empathy! They're like, no, you're not, but okay. <laughs> Go on. Go on, sis. Mistyfoot just next to her, elbowing her in the ribs. Mistyfoot's like, say... Let him say, go! Do your breathing exercises. The clans file out of the cave. Squirrelpaw wishes Stormfur had come with the patrol to lead them, but he had stayed where he was, his eyes betraying the depths of his grief. He wanted to live with the tribe, but watching the clans leave was like losing his family all over again. That's what I'm saying! That's what I'm saying! He's not facing his decision as closely as he should. 
Squirrelpaw asks Brambleclaw if he thinks Stormfur will be all right. I do, Brambleclaw says, giving her ear a quick lick. They follow the cats out of the gorge and into the peaks, and they seem to be going the way the star fell, and Brambleclaw hopes they don't lead them too far and they miss it. The tribe cats lead them down a winding path, and the ground falls away, and the land rolled ahead of them, hill after grassy hill. From the mountains, the greenness seems strange after the endless gray. In the sunshine, Squirrelpaw sees streams glimmering among bare trees. Is that? Brambleclaw breathed. Hills, oak woods for shelter, running streams? Squirrelpaw quotes Midnight's prophecy. Uh, but there's I so much I did it. not remember that part of the prophecy. That was for you. Tawny Pelt had appeared beside them. How will they know where to stop? They stare in silence until a flicker of movement catches Squirrelpaw's eye. Was it an eagle? No. It was Stormfur and Brook, racing along the ridge, calling out their goodbyes to the departing clans. Oh, okay. As Stormfur bounded nimbly from rock to rock, Brook matched him step for step. Their pelts brushed each other's with every leap. Stormfur's mud-slicked fur was only visible when he crossed a patch of snow. And Squirrelpaw finds herself thinking that it looks like he belongs there. Want to hit me with a cat fact? Sure! Alrighty. Alright, folks. So, today's cat fact is another edition of Cat Cons, iconic cats from around the world. Uh, this time, we are keeping it uh, much more wholesome as we continue backwards in time from 1978's Garfield to 1974's The One, The Only, Hello Kitty. So, oh, hey, girl. who is Hello Kitty? Before we get into Hello Kitty herself, we need to learn about Sanrio, the Japanese company that she emerged from and represents to this day. As Sanrio is a Japanese company, I did my best to find the proper pronunciations of the names involved and will do my best to pronounce them here. So, I'm doing, I'm trying. Uh, so, Sanrio started in the 1960s as the Yamanashi, Yamanashi Silk Company, uh, founded by Shintaro Suji, that's the name I'm going to struggle with most, uh, Shintaro Suji, uh, he expanded the company early on from just silk to rubber sandal production. Um, he noted that sandals uh, that had cuter designs, like flowers, uh, sold a lot better. After noticing this, he decided to hire cartoonists to design a series of cartoon characters that would serve as the main designed for a new line of products centered around giving gift occasions. So, gift-giving products. <laughs> gift-giving occasions. Love it. So, in 1973, the company was renamed Sanrio and would be a gift merchandise company. Uh, while the company has expanded significantly in the following decades, this is still the main product type that Sanrio uh, produces. Uh, I did note some lovely quotes on their company about page that uh, someone whose uh, love language is gift giving, I, I appreciate it. Um, it. They hit home. Uh, one quote stated, a gift is more than a gift. Rather, a gift is a means of expressing our heartfelt feelings for others. 
and their brand's motto involves social communication, a motto that led into the character design that would change their company's trajectory in 1974, because that was the year that Hello Kitty was designed uh, before her actual debut in 1975. Her creation is credited to Yuko uh, Shimizu, who is a prolific designer and artist in her own right, but I digress. Uh, Hello Kitty's entire design is centered around uh, social communication. Um, and there's a few reasons uh, why Hello Kitty doesn't have a mouth. Um, as And one of those is that she's meant to be projected on. So are you feeling happy, sad, angry? So does Kitty. She feels the same way because she doesn't have any expression. Um, another reason uh, is she doesn't have like a set language that she's limited to so we don't need to give a mouth she speaks whatever language you speak so um uh-huh. i mean interesting enough and we'll get into this more link later uh she's not even technically japanese um or even a cat <laughs> so while her design uh, yeah while her design is based on right. an anthropomorphized uh uh the previously covered Japanese bobtail cat, uh, her creators have stated several times that Hello Kitty is a, quote, perpetual third grade student who just so happens to look like a cat. Um, <laughs> uh, so, okay. Why, what, what is up with her name then if she's not a cat? Uh, well, the kitty comes from Alice in Wonderland by Lewis Carroll and from Alice's cat who was named Kitty not really adding a lot of evidence supporting the whole she's not technically a cat thing but yeah moving on named after a cat <laughs> moving on uh her first okay. uh the the name hello was uh actually going to be high before Susie decided to go with hello kitty instead it was going to be hi kitty instead of hello kitty um but they decided to go with hello kitty and the name comes back to the social communication model as uh he wanted a greeting to represent the br represent the brand, so that's where Hello Kitty um, came from. So she first hit the shelves in 1975 on a vinyl coin bag. Um, on that bag, she is sitting on the ground with a bottle of milk with a straw. I am assuming it is milk because it's in like one of those milk type bottles that used to be popular in like the 1950s and onward, um, and it has a big M on it. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> I'm assuming. It's milk. Um, yeah. And there's a fishbowl next to her. And she's just sitting there. And the, um, the design of her really has not changed from this first uh, merchandise, I can see. Other than yeah. perhaps she has different clothing on. And she de it definitely has like more round edges and thicker outlines. Um, she almost looks like skinny in this. Because um, her head's like higher off her shoulders than she is nowadays. Um, I will have the image. That makes me feel really uncomfortable. Just that description. <laughs> I will have a link of it. I didn't really get into detail, but she, it looks pretty much the same. It's just like slightly thinner outlines. Um, oh, uh, okay. Obviously, based on how, how Sanrio and Hello Kitty are doing today, the design was a huge success. Um, she was internationally popular. Um, products from Hello Kitty started... Um, going international. They arrived in the U.S. literally only a year later in 1976. Um, and 
one of the reasons why it's kind of assumed that she's so popular is she debuted during a financial boom in Japan. So a lot of families could afford more non-essential oh. stuff for their kids. And Sanrio maintained her popularity throughout the decades by uh, later on relaunching her as a more retro item in the 90s for like the many adult fans of her who could not get the Hello Kitty items when they were little. Um, but even before that, folks of all ages loved Hello Kitty, and her vast body of merchandise and media proves that. Uh, she has appeared on everything uh, from, like, the more basic and understandable, like, stationery and plushes, to the the less basic and less understandable items, like uh, airline jets and motor oil. Um, the character... As you do! Yeah, she, is, she has her own comics, animated shows, movies, and even theme parks um, that are centered around her and, uh, her friends. And yes, there are a lot of other Sanrio characters, um, that are in the Hello Kitty universe and not. Um, the only one else I'm going to mention is, uh, Mimi, who is Hello Kitty's twin sister, uh, who looks exactly like her, except for the fact that she wears a yellow bow instead of a red one. Uh, yes. So now that we know that the, the icon herself is actually not a cat, um, who is Hello Kitty? I I still don't know if I, like, they say that, but I don't believe it. Well, she's not a cat. That's just what you need to know. Um, okay. Okay. So, well, I, I need you to hold on. If you don't believe that part, you're not, you're going to have some okay. trouble wrapping your heads about these next parts. Uh, so, uh. she is an eight to nine year old girl whose birthday is actually November 1st, by the way, but she never ages because she's perpetually in third grade. Um. And more surprises, folks, her, her real name isn't even Hello Kitty. Um, I like to think that that's her, like, stage name. Uh, her, re- her actual name is Kitty White. Um, and I did mention it before, uh, Kitty White is actually also not from Japan. Um, the character herself of Hello Kitty lives in the suburbs of, can you guess... Uh, right london she's british didn't you guys oh i like that yeah she's british despite having an american accent in pretty much all of the media where she speaks um yeah and i i my sister had um hello kitty and her house growing up and i don't think it looked like a classic london house so i didn't get well, any clues have you been to the suburbs of london because maybe <laughs> moving on maybe um, they have pink roofs maybe and also like in all of the media none of her friends have british accents so but she's british um she's british and okay. the reason why this is it's, it actually goes back to 1970s japan um at that time it was like it was pretty trendy to have characters from like foreign countries and Sanrio already had characters who were from the US so they're like well she has to be different so she's she's from Britain um yeah so that's why she is British despite not having a British accent I like to think that like maybe she's Japanese American and she just lives in Britain or maybe she's Japanese <laughs> yeah yeah like Japanese British and moved to the US and that would ex- I don't know um so there, there's, there's, I could go on and on about Hello Kitty. Um, 
But I think we're going to call it there. We've covered a lot, and I think this will serve as a basic summary, a primer, if you will, into the Hello Kitty world. Very good. Um, and honestly, we can't keep going on with this segment because technically she's not even a cat. <laughs> so is she not? Yeah, get out of here, Hello Kitty. She's a cat Kitty. icon, but technically not a cat. Is, is Hello Kitty her, like, warrior cat roleplay name on the playground? Yeah. No, I didn't know. I know that's, it's not I like honestly, a traditional it's, name. She's a little girl, uh, but uh, she's a little girl with such huge imagination. I literally think she's so deep in her warrior cat role play that she just sees herself and her sister yeah. as Japanese bobtail cats. Like, honestly, perfect. I think that is kind of like that. Like that lore kind of fits with what the creators intended. Is that she's a little girl with such vivid imagination? She just sees herself as a cat. I could see a nine-year-old oh. girl, like, like researching, like, what, like, she needs to be a cool breed of cats. Oh, my God, a Japanese bobtail. That's so cool. And, oh, yeah, they're not usually white, but oh. I'm all white. I wish I could be perpetually in third grade. I just wore the same sweater every day. I mean, no she, she like, has, she's done, like, career stuff, like, like, Barbie. Like, she's gone to the moon. But she also oh, is just a third dang. grader. So... I'm a really cool third grader. She's super cool third grader. Oh, well, thank you for that. I mean, I feel lied to, but... Um... I mean, not lied to. Hello Kitty can be whatever you want her to be, so she could tech... Like, and that's... Thank looking you. into it, it's funny. Like, the designers are like, she doesn't do cat-like things. She isn't walking around in all fours. But they have her eating from a bowl. No, literally. That literally, they say that. They're like, she's not eating from a bowl. She's not chasing mice. She's not walking around all fours. She's not a cat. Although, to be fair, I don't know, I don't know if third grade, but when I was little, I would pretend to, like, be a cat and eat out of a bowl. She's not, like, she's, cereal. like, she's really into her roleplay <laughs> for warrior cats, but not dedicated to the craft of running on all fours. Yes, I would say horse perfect. girls do that more than warrior girls, but that, that was my oh, playground. I, I lived on all fours. Anyway, I support Hello Kitty and whatever uh, animals she wants to anthropomorphize into. Um, yes, support her. I didn't, All right. I didn't even know Are you twin sister. Like researching this was like a blow after blow. Me having like me having like my perception of the world warped. Yeah. All right. So we have one more chapter, but. This isn't a lot of emotional stuff. It's a lot of facts. Okay, cool. Let's just so. just tell me the facts quick through. Tell me. Give me the bullet points. All right. I do make them all with bullet points. All right. Leafpaw shakes the drizzle from her whiskers. They had walked all morning, leaving the snow and the mountains behind. Sorreltail is beside her and asks if she's noticed Tallstar. Tallstar is walking beside one whisker. But despite the rain, he no longer leaned against the warrior, but walked confidently beside him. Windclan cats dash after a rabbit, and Leafpaw purrs that the smell of heather is giving Windclan their old spirit back. All cats seem more relaxed out of the mountains. They're like, that was too weird. They were way too nice. Also, or, or you know, like, we die. <laughs> we lost a kid there. No, I think it was, I think it was the, the tribe not fu perpetually fighting with, like, I, I would have <laughs> felt more comfortable if, like, the, the tribe had, like, uh, a sworn enemy tribe that they were fighting with. Would have made more sense. 
Right. That was weird. Hippies. Why were they, they so hospitable? Went, like, went to, like, a hippie commune. Black Star padded next to Fire Star. Oh. I am I am a little worried. Dust. Who padded next to... I, I'm, I'm too worried about Tall Star. What happened? Black... Uh, no, Black... Uh, Tall Star is with one whisker, and he's he's been, like, leaning on one whisker this entire time. One whisker's just been, like, carrying Tall Star forward. But now he's next to him and walking confidently. Okay, good. So, I, I he's on his feet. I do not want Mud... Mud... Claw, whatever his name is, take over. You don't want Mud Star? You don't want a Mud Star? I... Like, I want Mud Star, but I want a different cat with the first name Mud to be Mud Star. I don't want it to be Mud Claw. <laughs> Okay. I need I meet I need like Mudroot, the hidden like <laughs> Win Clan cat we've never been introduced to to be the deputy. So Black Star is next to Firestar. Walking, walking nicely. Ooh, Another boyfriend. Playing nice. Wow. The no, loyalty Black Star I guess committed for, war for crimes. Strike has left. Black Star committed war crimes. So did Graystripe. <laughs> what are you talking about? Blackstar Blackstar was fire was Tiger Star's like right hand man. Like yeah, the entire and you're time. Telling me that could it become a complex relationship for these two? Oh god. <laughs> no, that I'm kidding. Be... It it'd actually be super inappropriate, but also hilarious. Oh god. What I'm saying is, what it, uh, why is Blackstar link us walking to your by him? Weird is, is Blackstar actually looking for a friend and not just trying to play the field to see what advantages he can get? They're just at ease. Everyone's at ease. I don't Everybody trust it. Someone has a knife. Dustpelt walked beside Russet Fur, talking comfortably with the Shadow Clan deputy. Leafpaw says she never thought she'd see Dustpelt so comfortable around other clans. Sorreltail says he'll be back to his old self soon. Once <laughs> they settled into their new home, things are gonna get back to normal. There will always be four clans, Leafpaw murmured. But would there be? She looked around and is unable to tell where one clan starts and another tell begins. Tell your- do- hey dad, tell your daughter- about the fifth clan and she'll lose her little mind she's gonna lose her little mind Sorreltail is glad to be out of the mountains Leafpaw says even though they don't know where they're heading look at this place Sorreltail says it's not about the destination it's about the journey that's actually no that's actually what Star Clan said and I and literally, uh, like, I, I'm wait, like, but no, where do we go? This whole thing has been about the destination. <laughs> Shut up! What are you saying? Well, no sign of monsters or churned earth, and it's so good to smell prey again. One whisker comes back to the group with a rabbit, and Leafpaw knows that Sorreltail is right. This place feels safer than anywhere they had been for many, many days. Oh God! What's about well, to happen? No sign of Star Is there, are we about to be like struck with lightning? Like I didn't expect the. I like usually they end these books with like a little and dun dun dun, and here's what's gonna happen next on it. Like like oh no! Like this is too peaceful. Like is is there a dog gonna come over the hill? What is gonna happen? Stop raising your eyebrows and tell me the bullet points. But there's no sign of Star Clan. So is it really their new home? No, no. We don't, I don't even know where we are right now. 
so they, they settle down and sleep once the evening comes, and Cinderpelt's voice shocks Leafpaw awake. Firestar wants to set out as early as possible. Birchkit asks why they can't stay here, but Brambleclaw tells him that StarClan will tell them when they found their new home. We hope. Dustpelt. Dustpelt says the sign could come if they wait here. You know, I like Dustpelt. I like, I like, I like that Dustpelt, because honestly, the sign was, like, vibe with what's right, and... Mudclaw glares at the ThunderClan cats. They might feel at home under these trees, but WindClan doesn't. And Leopardstar points out that the streams aren't wide enough for fish. Okay, yeah, you guys keep Squirrel walking. Paw. We'll stay here. Later. <laughs> Squirrelpaw nods. They have to keep going. Going where, Hawkfrog? Let me try that again. Going you where, Hawkfrog? You, you don't need to say it. I know it's going to be Hawkfrost being a little too old. Hawkfrost. Squirrelpaw asks if they have to know everything. And Brambleclaw signals for her to stop speaking. <laughs> he asks. That's hilarious, though. That's not, no, no, no. Like, Let her right go. Now. Let her wind him up. I want that. I've earned that. Well, he asks. He asks Cinderpelt if she's had a sign from Star Clan. Cinderpelt says no, but Leafpaw had a dream. No. And Leafpaw's heart lurches as all eyes turn on That's her. That's hilarious. All four clans. You're so all looking wow, at her. Cinderpaw, your yellow fang is showing. Yeah, so this is terrifying. This is the worst. She says she doesn't know if it was a sign. There was a great stretch of shining water. Not a river, though. It was smooth. She saw Silverpelt reflected in it. Spotted Leaf was there. And said Star Clan would find them. And no one, and no one questions that. Let me guess, no one questions that at all. Well, Leafpaw whispers that she thinks it was just a dream. She's had no sign since. Maybe she just dreamed what she wanted to. No, no. Like, you don't know it, hon, but Spotted Leaf isn't showing up your dreams because she likes you. She doesn't. She really doesn't. And that's why I don't like her. Because she's... She's attached herself to you because of her weird, unresolved obsession with your father. Brambleclaw asks if she's sure. Leafpaw searches her heart for the truth. But she doesn't know. That's okay. You don't need to know everything, hon. Leafpaw has never been wrong about her dreams before. But wouldn't there be another sign? Brambleclaw says they'll just have to keep going. Cats rose and start to head onward. Clouds covered the dark sky. See? This is Leafpaw the problem. Startled. This is I this is all spotted Leaf's fault. She's making she's ruining her confidence. Everything <laughs> is spotted Leaf's fault. <laughs> Yeah, you meet a beautiful woman from heaven. You're gonna dream about her sometimes. Yeah. No, that's not even it. But when you're, yeah, when you're a by disaster, it's ha it happens. Leafpaw is startled by her father's voice beside her. Don't worry about the sign, he tells her. She's still an apprentice. She should not feel responsible if Starclan wishes to be silent. I'm proud of you, 
Firestar tells her. Am proud of Squirrelpaw, even though Cinderpelt's prophecy had frightened him. Oh my god, okay. Well, I didn't know how much I needed this. I don't I don't know why I I, I I really actually needed uh Firestar to tell me he's proud of me. I mean uh Leafpaw. Yeah. I mean Leafpaw, not me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure Firestar's proud of you too, Brenna. Thanks. Well, the the fire and tiger prophecy seemed like a lifetime ago. Yeah, honestly, I every Seriously, single prophecy Leaf was like, I have oh forgotten. that. Like, you, what? The, the fact that they stretched this storyline within so many books when it used to be a lot more like this book has this plot, this book is this plot has really destroyed my memory. <laughs> it gets worse. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to start out, instead of referencing what book we're on, I'm going to have to reference what uh, prophecy is uh, destroying our lives. Fair. Well, Firestar thinks he knows what it meant now. He watches Squirrelpaw <laughs> like, lead cats down into the valley. You, yeah, you figured, that all by your, you figured that all by yourself, smart boy? Oh, God, you're stupid. <laughs> like, Cinderpaw's like, shut up! Firestar continues. The daughter of Firestar and the son of Tigerstar did destroy the clan, but not as he had feared. They led them from their own home, away from danger and into the unknown. They held their faith in Star Clan and brought them to safety. Firestar glances at Tawny Pelt and Crowfeather guiding the clans from the sides. The cats who first crossed the mountains will always be honored by every clan for their courage. Firestar then bounds away to catch up with Sandstorm. Were you, were you just being wide. a good dad, like, as a joke? That was weird. I like how he's like, I well, know, I mean, it's funny, he, like, doesn't know how to end an emotional conversation. He's just like, all right, toodaloo. Like, that's so Firestar. Like, that is so in character. That he's like, uh, good dad moment. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. He's like, I have to go talk to my wife about how wonderful our children are. Sansa, <laughs> uh, uh, Sansa, I just had such a good, I like a good, I like had a good talk with our daughter, Leafpaw. And he's like, oh, she's like, oh, wow, beautiful. Did you say goodbye to her? And he's like, oh, crap. He's like, honey, you really got to like improve your conversations. You can't just keep, you're not the main character anymore. You can't just dramatically walk away from the scene. You actually need to excuse. Not the main character anymore. Like you need to excuse. Like you need a reason to leave a seat. Like you need to excuse yourself. Like he really does not know how to be not the main character. He. No, he. What just happened there was like something a main character would do. Well, Leafpaw feels a surge of pride for her sister, and she's glad that Firestar trusts Squirrelpaw and Brambleclaw to lead them to safety. And also, like, he just kind of gave their blessing, which yeah, is funny. I kind of, I'm a little upset, and maybe we'll get this someday, but I did kind of want to shovel talk um, between Firestar and Brambleclaw, though it would be kind of, like, he's already had the Shovelclaw with um, Brambleclaw, and it's been, don't destroy my clan because of your dad. 
Yeah. Like, I think yeah, it would have it yeah. been, like, honestly, if he was like, hey, you better treat my daughter well, both of them would have burst into laughter, because, like, literally, he's like, you thought I was gonna kill, like, your whole family, dude. You're worried I'm gonna mess, like, break your daughter. I, uh, I'd, I'd die first before I do that. Like, and he's like, I know. I've, I helped you. I She'd kill me. Yeah, She'd yeah, kill he, me he, first. He, he's like, I know. I gave you, I gave you that, um, uh, you know, weird mental issue. And he's like, I know. Yeah, you did. You did. That's how I raised you, son. <laughs> you, he, you've imposed anxiety on me. He's like, uh-huh. Well, I gotta, gotta share it. Leafpaw goes to Sorreltail's side. And Sorreltail says it looks like good hunting here. But she's hungry. Interesting. Leafpaw Interesting. Is- All of the Fireheart kin are with their partners right now. You know, Firestar just oh, ran to yeah. his wife. We just saw... Ramble Claw and Squirrel Paw hanging out together. I just called them Puff Paws, but you know. And now weird. Same thing. It's it's we're. I'm just. I'm not saying it's on purpose, but we are pretty leaning in pretty heavily to. But... Leaf Paws. Yes. yes, we are. Sorry, Mothwing. She has a lot going Leaf on right now. Squirrel. Yeah, she's a little busy. <laughs> Leaf Paw hears Squirrel Paw ahead. She's saying that she can smell prey and leaves and ferns, like back in the forest. She turns back to join Leafpaw and Sorreltail. She hopes they get a sign here. This would be really cool. What is going to happen? Where's the other shoe? I, I feel it hovering above us. I, I, just drop it already. Sorreltail asks what the sign would be. Leafpaw says she doesn't know. She can hardly see. It's dark still. Like, it's so early. Firestar got them up so early that it's dark because he's a pill. She can hardly see, but she follows the scents of her clanmates up the slope. Tension ripples throughout the traveling cats, as if they waited for something. No cat speaks as they reach the top of the ridge. Wind ruffles Leafpaw's fur. She closes her eyes and sends a silent prayer to StarClan. The breeze grows stronger. Above them, the clouds shift to reveal the moon. It shines bright onto the cats below. Leafpaw opens her eyes, and the breath catches in her throat. On the far side of the ridge, the ground sloped steeply into a vast expanse of water. All the stars of Silverpelt were reflected in the lake, as if swimming. Leafpaw's heart floods with joy, and she knows with all her heart that this was the end of their journey. Oh. Leafpaw lifts her gaze. We're not that far Dawn. away from Starfur. Uh, get it, Dawn? Oh, Ooh, cool. Ha ha, yeah, I get it. The, star- the, the sun rised as we arrive here. Dawn was starting to push away the night, revealing more of the clan's new home. This is the place we are meant to find. And Starclan is here. I guess we did like a mini time skip, but I I was like, oh, we're not too far from Stormfur. I actually don't know how true that is. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we we walked out of the mountains and into the we said goodbye, went into the valley, slept, and then we woke up and found this before dawn. Wow. Okay, so we're actually not far at all from him. Yeah, like a day's travel, I'd say. Uncle a day's Stormfur travel can visit. from Stormfur. Yeah, he definitely, he definitely, definitely could. 
Maybe, maybe you know, this life or the next, we will see him again. Like, literally. A leopard star is like, wow, my dramatic moment was actually not that dramatic at all. Yeah, whoops. Anyway. <laughs> all right. We did it. Yeah, so we let's see the dawn. The book. book three. Oh. We reached the halfway mark of the new prophecy. Yeehaw. Wow. Folks. So. If you ought to celebrate this half attack with us, um... You can follow us on Twitter or Instagram. We're WCWICcast on both. WCWITcast on both. And if you want to contact us directly, you can email us at WCWITcast at gmail.com. And then if you want to help out the podcast, the best way you can do that is to share it with a friend. Be like, hey, they finish a book this one. They actually do that in this podcast. They sometimes actually finish the books and are just perpetually... Hey, no, that's not an insult to you. That's an insult finished. to me just constantly being like, hang on, I want to uh, talk about the high school AU I've been developing for these characters. It's not you. It's me. I mean, yeah, no, I'm just saying we've finished 11 books so far. Woo! So, yeah. We've finished 11 books then so far. thank you all so much that's for listening. That's a good amount of books. Uh, and join us next week when we start uh, Warriors the New Prophecy Starlight. Because I'm Ember Heart. And I'm Tangle Tongue. And this has been Warrior Caps. What is that? Mm-hmm.